The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Mythology Explained YouTube channel. Please note that there are two narrators for this podcast, myself, Silas, and Zach. Please enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to Mythology Explained. In today's video, we're going to be discussing Tyr, one of the Norse gods of war. Here's what you can expect. A war between two tribes of gods that settled by prisoner exchange, a nearly invincible wolf imprisoned by a ribbon fashioned from the spittle of a bird, the beard of a woman, the breath of a fish, and the sound of a cat's footsteps, a cauldron that's a mile deep, someone who goes fishing and inadvertently hooks the world serpent, and a god who fights the hand of hell to the death. Let's get into it. Tyr was one of the Aesir, which was the tribe of Norse gods who made their home in Asgard. The Vanir, the other tribe of Norse gods, dwelt on Vanaheim, another of the Nine Realms. These two tribes were at war in the mythic past, neither tribe could gain a meaningful advantage over the other, so the war was eventually resolved through an exchange of prisoners. Considered the boldest and most courageous of all the Norse gods, Tyr was a Norse god of war. The other two were Thor and Odin. Tyr was also among the wisest of the gods, so much so that exceedingly clever people were said to be Tyr-wise. For such a prominent god in the Norse pantheon, Tyr's appearances in Norse myths are limited, there's really only a few he has a central role in. Of those, his best known appearance is in the description of Loki's monstrous children. These children were Jormungandr, the world serpent, the goddess Hel, and the indomitable wolf Fenrir, the youngest. The gods were stricken by a deep sense of foreboding about Loki's three children. The world serpent and the goddess Hel were subject to a sort of banishment, with the world serpent being cast down to the ocean that encircled Midgard, humanity's world and Hel being sent to rule Hel. For Fenrir, though, the gods decided that his simple banishment wasn't radical enough. The wolf was immensely powerful, more so than his two siblings, and even as a young pup roaming Asgard, only Tyr was intrepid enough to feed it. As time passed, it became increasingly apparent that the wolf would need to be incapacitated in some way. It was growing bigger and stronger by the day. The solution the gods settled on was to chain Fenrir below Asgard. Every time the wolf broke a chain, the next one used was thicker and stronger. Fenrir went along with this because the process of chaining him was presented as a series of contests to test his strength. When it came clear that any chain they could craft lacked the durability to withstand the wolf's awesome strength, the gods turned to the dwarves, who crafted an unconventional restraint of cunning make. It was fashioned from an array of elements that didn't really exist, such as the spittle of a bird, the beard of a woman, the sound of a cat's footsteps and the roots of a mountain. The wolf was wary of this new restraint, for it was fine and supple, almost delicate looking, more so resembling a ribbon than a chain. The wolf agreed to be bound by this, but only if one of the gods placed a hand in his mouth. Only Tyr was undaunted, and predictably, his hand was bitten off when the wolf could not break free. A sword was then wedged, point to hilt in the wolf's snapping maw. Tyr makes two other notable appearances in Norse mythology. In the poem, Himiskvida, the gods developed a thirst upon their return from a hunt. Thor demanded that the giant Aegir throw them a feast, which the giant agreed to do, but only if a great cauldron was fetched to brew beer. The gods were at a loss, for none of them knew where to obtain a cauldron. That is, none of them except for Tyr, who took Thor aside in a confidential manner and explained that his mighty father, Hymir, had a great cauldron that was a mile deep and would be perfect for their need, and so Tyr and Thor travelled to Hymir's house. 
Several events ensued. Thor goes fishing with Hymir and hooks the world serpent. Thor shatters a virtually unbreakable cup over Hymir's head. Thor destroys a group of giants with his hammer. And in the end, Thor and Tyr leave with the cauldron. Tyr is also featured in the description of the events of Ragnarok, which at its peak is essentially a series of one-on-one -on -one duels to the death between several powerful gods and several powerful monsters. Tyr, it was said, becomes pitted against Garm. Garm was an apex canine in Norse mythology, and he and Tyr were fated to kill one another come Ragnarok. Depending on the interpretation, Garm was either Fenrir or the Hound of Hell. On one hand, it would make sense for Garm to be Fenrir because Tyr and Fenrir killing each other would make sense given that Tyr was the god most responsible for Fenrir's imprisonment. But on the other hand, there's other contradictory information, which is that Odin's son, Vidar, kills Fenrir, avenging his father, whom Fenrir will devour. Regardless, Garm and Fenrir are fundamentally duplicates of each other as they're both incredibly powerful canines who are agents of chaos that break free at the onset of Ragnarok. And that's it for this video. If you enjoyed the content, please like the video and subscribe to the channel.